It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 84. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jacket. And it's, it's a, Friday. It's a Friday fun one. <laughs> yeah, boy. A Friday fun one. I think that might be... Is that a Hamish and Andy? No, they're pants off Friday. Yeah, okay. Friday Oof. fun one. And I'll fucking wear no pants if I want. Yeah, they can't right. just... Just because they're making bank. Yeah. And they have the and biggest, the, the biggest, the biggest most show. We'll just be seen as copiers. Uh, so, man, I fucking had the funniest thing happen to me. I'll be the judge. What happened? I went. So I was at the gym, and I um, <laughs> I had a meeting right near my gym, and I mean, I could just leave it at say I, I went to the gym. I did not fucking use any exercise equipment. I was just close by, having a meeting, and so I ended up going to the gym to use the sauna, the steam room. Sorry, steam room. Difference between a steam room and a sauna? Sauna's dry. Okay, steam room. Steam is like just... Can't be on your phone in the steam room? I fucking saw a dude on his iPhone in there. Uh, He's a bit tweaked. You're keen, dude. It's fucking 40... It's 50 degrees in there and you get completely wet. Anyway, so there's a few... Also, um, just get a life, bro. In the sense of that dude with his iPhone, just... I I know. Just take your business outside. Um, Because he was definitely doing business. So, are you a steam room guy? Like, I mean, you just asked. You didn't even know what the fuck a steam room was. Well, I, you know, the saunas seem to be the hot thing <laughs> at the moment, pun intended. That's I've started doing little sixty and thirty second grabs of the best bits of the daily talk show. Yeah, I know. Just so, got just so found this it, bit. If you you're hearing this on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, I've I've never done a sauna, never done a steam room. Yeah, mainly because of other people. Okay, well, I, I feel you. Well, and that's I, the exact problem I, <laughs> when it comes to saunas. Another zinger? <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck, this Instagram, it's going to oh. be full. So, I, I, I was, I'm a bit judgy sometimes. Sure. And I feel like I'm letting you in on my thoughts because a lot of the time I'm proved wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, this is one of those moments where I, I, I walked past the, the steam room and I looked in, there was this dude sort of a grey-headed, sort of a head of like a top knot or like a I feel like you're about to say dude. something highly offensive, but go No, on. definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Super tanned. And I looked in and he's fucking shaving. He's got in a the, razor and he's shaving in the steam room. Okay. And so, uh, you know, I'm already triggered by another guy who's been going to the gym where I go for 20 years and after every fucking shower puts fucking baby powder on him and it goes all over the ground and he doesn't clean it up. And you've never said anything. I, it's You're not the my guy place, who, but I judge him. But you, you, it's interesting Tommy Jacket saying it's not my place because I feel like that's definitely not your mantra. Well, he's been there for 20 years. It's, okay. his, it's fucking his it's, place. It's his place. He's probably the owner. It's actually, he's been there for so long that the, the baby powders become sort of a crusty. Every thick. day, every fucking day, the dude's in there doing it. It's how it's so who, um, what, quite and, thoughtful. But what's how do you use baby powder anyway? Yeah, it, I think you use it on like his back for the shirt, so the shirt doesn't chafe. I don't know, mate. If it's another thing, if you sounds like the whole powder, bread roll episode, the massage, <laughs> just putting on. Well, the, he, let's just say he's not a chiselled man. Yeah, he's maybe it helps with his bed sores or something. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Really? So anyway, I I already judged that guy, and I don't. And he even goes know to the him. gym every day, and he's not ripped. Yeah. If you go to the gym every day and you're not <laughs> you're ripped, your time? you're fucking doing it wrong. Is he going for <laughs> Patch good, Express? That's a good point. But I that's the biggest point of them all, isn't it? Yeah. Is he literally just go, is he just using it 
the bathroom uh, and going home. Know. There's benefits in just going to the gym even if you aren't getting ripped and rock hard. Okay. So anyway, I, I, I like, judge that like bloke. Like the steam room. And maybe I shouldn't. So basically the lesson is this. Maybe don't. Maybe I shouldn't fucking judge people so quickly because I went into the sauna and I and it's to the steam room and I was thinking, fuck, this is going to be funny. It's, it's just me and him in there. And, and Wait, to be clear, be is the guy that's shaving the one that's normally the baby pet? Pa- baby no, no, no. I was just guy. saying that's an, that's... I'm already triggered at the gym sure. by someone else yeah, yeah. and I've judged but it. But it's different guy. And so I thought, fuck, this guy's going to be... He's a jerk shaving the, in there. And so I opened up with <laughs> killing two birds, one stone. And he kind of laughed and I said, oh, you know, getting your shaving in your steam room done. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a bit naughty. They fucking... They, they have a go at me, but it's... It is fine. I wash it down. I've you know there's a there's like a hose tap in there, oh. and so automatically I was like, yeah, it's a fucking good point. Anyway, we got into this great conversation. Can I guess the conversation? No. Nah. <laughs> yes, you can. Go. Well, I'll give it a go. Uh, steam. Was it about steam being great for opening up the pores? Did you talk about that? Nah. Okay, you didn't go there. No. Nah. That's just, what's what I would have said. Going back to my queer eye from the straight guy days, yeah. you need to open up the pores. It's, st- it's probably the best place to be doing it. But what did you? What the fuck did you talk about with Shavy Man? Man, he's a um, head of fucking lighting production at a network in Melbourne for a television network. Oh, interesting. And so we, we were like talking a gaffer? about no, no, he's like head of I don't know what it is. I didn't quite get it, but he had just really interesting thoughts around the the landscape of TV and the shows that are on. What network? And then he handed me this lotion that he was using. It was like in a it was a bottle. He shared lube. That's cute. <laughs> Off, mate. But he's like, yeah, try some of this eucalyptus. And I was like, fucking sick. And it was like naughty as well because you're not allowed to use fucking shampoo products in there. We've got a title for this episode, <laughs> Naughty in the Steam Room. <laughs> you're being so naughty. But I walked away. I've got his email address. I'm going to fucking... Are you kidding me? This is... So the gym I go to is full of gay people. Yeah. And I said to somebody after I walked out... I said, I've had this, had this fucking great chat in the steam room. <laughs> and they just looked at me the, at this gym. Fucking what that means is something completely different. I was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I just sucked his cock. I just sucked his cock. <laughs> but I, I just thought, fuck, it is so easy to just to see somebody tri- and triggered by what they're doing and judge them. Because I thought about this fucking asshole shaving himself in the shower. Like, who fucking does that? Yeah. And then I was in there and I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> wow. So I've got to be less judgy because the person because the, behind... Because you could be getting emails. and So are you going to email him now? Yeah. If anything, because I, I told him I've got a production company and it's, you know, very new age style of content online stuff. Or VR, we're doing VR. No, he loves it. He's like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I don't know. Wait, so you, what, what do you wear? Yeah, so you wear... Um, I, he was wearing undies. What brand? Bonds. Okay. Because I have this a same pair, and I I just wear my shorts that I train in the gym. Okay. Some dudes go fucking full nude. Yeah, it's real commitment. I do because it's a bit of a hip cool thing to do. Uh, Joe Rogan, Tim Fer- Ferris, they're doing Campton. He's fucking Ca- well really? on saunas, all, yeah, spa, so spa, saunas. Um, sorry, steam rooms. St- um, but. Saunas and steam rooms are cool at the moment. And also cryo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping into like a freezing cold. And float tanks, salt float tanks. Yeah, I would be way more into cryo 
and it's got nothing to do with the temperature and everything to do with cryo you do individually. You'd finally have an excuse for that small dick you got. <laughs> <laughs> so many. You know, I, I did an Instagram story before saying, hey, guys, should we swear less on the podcast? But I've accused you of sucking a guy off and you've accused me of having a small dick. So. Both true. <laughs> <laughs> We um, uh, oh, mate, we're, we're in a silly mood. I think it's because we um, we were planning on doing the podcast earlier, and we started uh, having conversations. Yeah. We were we were going deep, deep work, deep work, <laughs> and the um, and it. I th- I don't know if people would realize or think of how much thought <laughs> we actually put it. We're putting into this. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, jokes on us. We're not fucking making any money. We've we've got families and businesses to run. Annoyingly, the one day that Brie works from home is one of the days where we are chatting a lot about the podcast because she's just looking at the time, being like, "Oh, great, you've done the podcast." I'm like, "No, that was just the pre-show. We haven't actually started recording yet." Mate, you can walk away from a fucking conversation just be so drained. Yeah, I hope. Did you find that draining? Was the so what we were talking about? Yeah, go on. North, we had the North Korea episode yesterday. Mm. And we've been talking about we love having guests on, yeah. love speaking to Chris, and we started talking about, mate. Obviously, what are we? What aren't we? We're not hard hitting journalists, that's for sure. Definitely not. And um, and I think that we're constantly thinking about those things of like, okay, where is a little bit of structure? Mm. And um. I think it's the it's the important bit of it's all about partnerships and working mm. out how to. I felt like on the Craig Harper one, I talked too much. Mm. I tried for the very first time to do what you said, which is to um, embrace pauses, and I let you talk, and you said nothing. So <laughs> no. it's the last time that I'm ever doing it. Yeah, I mean, you, did you want positive affirmation of your? your I was literally your testing. So the one of the things we've been talking about is. Um, I yeah I feel like I talk like you've never really given me this feedback. I feel like I'm talking too much. Yes, and I want to. <laughs> Michelle gave us the feedback. Did she, yeah, early has, days. Early days. It was more about me interrupting you and talking over you. Mm. Whereas now, it, it, the hard thing is, it's so based around your sugar levels. Because <laughs> if you've had a half a block of chocolate, it's true. Well, I'm to gone. Be clear, my 85 percent chocolate's not fucking yeah. holding much sugar. Well, it's something. It must be caffeine. Yeah, caffeine. Yeah, but just, no, I get it. I think. I think. A lesson out of it because I think maybe it bores people hearing about intricacies of our podcast. Yeah. But awareness of something mm-hmm. leads to change. Yeah. You got to realize <laughs> you got a fucking problem, or you got to realize the potential greatness you could you uh, like a greater scenario of your situation. Yeah. How just do you by think, looking at it? How do you think we're different as creatives? Um, I I on I, I constantly think that I need to take on a bit of your overthinking and you need to take on a bit of my cowboyness. Yeah. And I think I and but but I say that because it's meeting in the middle is like the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's always it seems in my head like it's a great combination. Mm-hmm. You know, being very analytic or you know strategic um and then the doing on top of that is like, fuck, you're unstoppable. Well, it, I think it comes down... I think there is a, a level of... Uh, you know, preparation can be great. It can be the... Uh, it can help you develop, but it can also be... You can lose the magic, right? If we're... If we are basing the show on just having great fucking conversations, if we overthink it and overplan it, it's not going to be interesting. Mm. 
It's just styles. I know um, Hamish Blake's the more off the cuff, fucking amazing. Uh, you know what's it called? Impro- Adlib improviser. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, Jules Lund's the opposite, needing the structure. Yeah. And so if you throw either one, like Hamish would probably sound awkward being he, structured. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he was just having to reel off a bunch of questions or if he was yeah. or even have the interest in going in and doing all that research and preparation and things like that. For for our global listeners, Hamish and Andy Biggest radio show. Biggest radio show in Australia. Yeah. And we will be having Ham on. I reckon episode hundred will get him on. Yeah. But um yeah, no, I think that trying to think about all those things and create the space to think about it it's hard when it's a when it's a I think I see the daily talk show as more of a hobby um, more than a hobby but at the same time um, more than a hobby or more of a hobby more than a hobby okay more because <laughs> you said more I had a stroke of a hobby and then I, you said it again I, I had a stroke but the um, <laughs> yeah so it's definitely um, yeah thinking about all those things but like one of the things is like okay well how do you uh how do you create structure while still having fun and all that sort of thing? And one of the things we were talking about is that in radio, especially in sort of uh, the areas that you were playing in, the solution was around this one-for-one, one, right? Like when it comes to question asking. Yeah. The hard thing is you got three minutes, four minutes. Yeah. And like the reality is that, yeah, you, you need two voices because mm. if it is a two-voice show and three minutes is... A very fucking short amount of time. Yeah. So yeah, you're being very much ping pong. Yeah. And so and I guess that our thing is, it's like, okay, we don't want to be ping pong. We don't want to just be back and forth and having that sort of style. Mm. But it's also being like respectful for the fact that I I feel like I know when I feel like I'm talking too much. Mm. So it's almost like trying to think in that moment and trying to do all that mm. sort of shit. But it's um. I put on Trello because we're using Trello now as one level of structure of Did shit that we want to talk good? about. Uh, someone sent us feedback saying, yeah, good Trello. Oh, great. It, probably Geek Evangelist. Yes. Um, no, I put on, I actually put on there uh, a going into partnership. And, uh, and because I think that what we're talking about and what we're discussing is so much about how do we coexist how do we work together how do we bounce off one another it's one like we we talked about collaboration so how do you manage a collaboration this is i mean it's a partnership it's di- i think a, a partnership different. is different yeah. to yeah, a collaboration I that's i mean i was just wanting to make the distinction what do you think it is that's different i think a difference between a collaboration and a partnership is a collaboration's probably shorter term and it's mm. maybe two sort of agendas or individuals coming together to i don't know like bring their style i think what it is is it's uh two individuals coming together and bringing both their styles and a partnership is about the cohesion of two styles to create something new Mm. it's actually a new entity that is formed which is actually both which with both of us sitting in there if that makes sense Mm. Mm. And then partnerships span from relationship, you know, yeah, part, yeah boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. whatever, girlfriend, girlfriend. And that's the all same the thing, above. right? Yeah, it's but all... But then business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck, I mean, you hear... I mean, 
is this relating to business partners? Is that uh, well? What I'm being thinking about is like what our partnership is because it feels like we we started off as collaborators and now we're slowly turning into partners. Uh, and it's interesting working out the distinctions. I don't think other than Bree and I, I haven't really had a, a partner. And so, what are the complexities? <laughs> don't just take that grab. Yeah, and the steam room bit. Put it all together. <laughs> The sucking off comment and we've Small got my Instagram. Got and my now Inst- we're partners. <laughs> we've got the Instagram partners in a... St- yeah, fuck, there's so many. I'm going to have so much fun labeling this app. Um, yeah, so no, but I think it's about having those... Yeah, I don't... Like those conversations that we've been... Because ha- we have been having more dynamic conversations mm-hmm. of late, which is like, who are we? What do we want as a show? How can we make it better? All that sort of yeah. stuff. I love that you've articulated them as very specific questions, but they're, it's like so messy. Yeah. Like the conversations are so messy. And that's what any advice, right? It's like saying, work out your five-year plan. Mm. It's like that is a messy fucking process and it's not as clear as how you just articulated yeah. how to do it. And so the experience of it is probably what breaks people. Yeah. These same feelings are what I've had doing the radio shows. Mm. And it's just nice when you actually have someone that you're mates with. Not saying I'm, you know, well, I'm not mates with one of the co-hosts. Yeah. I wouldn't call myself mates with them. The other one, she came to my wedding. Yeah. And um, And I didn't, I wasn't even invited to your wedding. It's a shame. That's when you preface and say, well, we didn't really, we weren't as close. No, I like to leave it out there (laughs) just to fucking let people go. There could have been I wasn't at the wedding because I was the best man. (laughs) No, No, um, you were the videographer. (laughs) Videographer. Did you have a video made? Yeah, Lawrence was, no, Lawrence came. This is. Oh, this seems like a soft uh, soft point, is that what you say? Lawrence rents rents space out of my office. Yeah. Um, He's also, you know, starting out his production business and- I paid him to come along to shoot stuff and I wasn't going to have it edited. I just wanted to have it on file and he did a cut. Hashtag on file. He did a cut. It was really great. We never released it though. We love fucking watching it though. So there's nothing about how he did it. We just Bunch love. Bunch of narcissists. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> it's just, but no, we fucking love watching it because most people say that, mate, don't spend much money on your wedding. You'll watch it once in your life and that's it. Well, I spent 500 Tommy bucks. Jacket, yeah, Tommy Jacket fucking, you know how much value we've got out of that every night before we go to bed? It's See, for I mean, you. Yeah. It's interesting really at old photos like wedding stuff. I, Amy had a good point around those people that just are always doing flashbacks of their wedding. How long is that going to last? Yeah. Not the wedding. The, not wedding. Married. <laughs> the marriage. <laughs> not the marriage. <laughs> but just yawn fest. How long is that going to How many can you crank out before you're like, fuck, this cunt's boring. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're married. Work on your marriage rather than your Instagram. (laughs) I feel like you've had a real uh, pushback this last week to Instagram. No. Are you a bit... um, No, I've put up some stories on the Daily Talk Show. I've cut together some promos. So if we were talking planning Mm. uh, of the Daily Talk, you know I love fucking being meta and talking about what we want to do. Yeah. What, what do you want the show to be? Where do you want it to go? What's your plan? Uh, everywhere. Just interviewing everyone, having dynamic guests on the show, you know, f- um, big guest celebrities or yeah. fucking... Ooh, celebrities. <laughs> yeah, or... You know, so here you go. I want the show to create connection with people that I don't know and people that I know. Yeah. And I want to have conversations about stuff that I'm interested in and hear about perspectives that aren't mine. Uh-huh. 
and and opening my mind. Like, fuck, I've told the story about how I met the dude who has a show on fucking Netflix. Yeah. And, and I was connected to him through my videos that I put out on Facebook. The O-Bike videos. The O-Bike videos. And last night I went for a beer with him. He's fucking, his name's Rob and he has a show called Longmire on Netflix. It's got six seasons. Watch it. It's a fucking ripper show. And you've already been talking to him uh, and he's coming on the podcast. He's coming on the podcast. Man, this is a dude who was in the fucking Matrix and I was sitting down having a beer with him last night. And my point of it. Or it, were you in the Matrix? Is that I, a funny joke? I said joke to him, I've are we in the seen? fucking Matrix? Okay. I made He's a few, like, I gave like, a few Matrix gags. Uh, Dude. Did he enjoy the Matrix gag? Matrix gags? Yeah, he liked it. I said, have you heard the theories about the Matrix? Because there's some serious He's like, theories. I've had a few people ask. No, 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 no. he did. He's heard really? them and he's like, they were when they were making it. Yeah. We just talked about the movie being fucking like, well beyond its years, the concept is just what people are talking about now in a simulation. Yeah. It's like, that was 50 or 20 years ago or yeah. something. Anyway, what I loved about hanging out with him last night is he wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. He obviously sees some kind of, you know, interest in me mm. and I have this respect for him. You're in a steam room. Yeah, <laughs> we were in a fucking steam room. Um, anyway, just hearing this fucking, just connecting with somebody. Yeah. And that's what this does. Audio and, you know, when we're doing it, we're in the room or we're speaking to them. It's this connection and hearing fucking someone else's life and their perspectives on it because we're all living in the same world but everyone's having a different experience. Craig Harper. <laughs> do, do you know what I've just thought? What? We need to do... I know that Tim Ferriss has done it. We should do an interview in a sauna. We should do a, a conversation in a sauna. Mm. Why don't we do the... Hundred, sauna's is, good because you can't do steam. Well, that's what I was thinking. Fun. I'm worried about the equipment. Maybe we get Haim on in, the sauna? in a sauna. He'd be Because he's got I a good he... fucking rig. He exercises. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a sauna at his house. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they're yeah, more sure common in houses nowadays. Fuck, that would be good. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him. Let's try and get him on in the next 15 amps. Well, that's by 100, so yeah. Yeah, let's good. do that. We'll, we're fucking doing the sauna thing and yeah, this could be because then it's a safe space we're having a conversation with a couple of mates it's all yeah. low but and the good thing is I have the protection of the microphone in the sense of we're in a sort of we've well, got something all, to talk about you at least have something to grab onto because you certainly don't <laughs> woof woof hoodie's coming soon woof woof <laughs> we'll grab that as a soundbite um yeah, no, I think that the uh, yeah, uh, what you're describing there is is a community, right? Mm, like you yeah. are where what I've noticed is the the value in um having like-minded people. That's one element, but that are also on like completely different paths, mm. all with the same sort of vision. You think of Rob or you think of Haim or you think of like a bunch of different people who we're connected with where it's like we're all doing really similar things in some regards, mm. just on way different scales. And obviously, you know, for Rob, that's fucking Hollywood and, you know, big blockbuster stuff. Yeah. Dude, just a message out of what Rob said to me uh, that I We don't talk. even need him on the podcast anymore. Which <laughs> he just challenged me on thinking big. And it was like, you know, talking about a, a pilot that I had shot for a doco series. Yeah. And we're looking, you know, so I'm speaking with ABC and... Dude, America, 
He's just saying fucking Mexico. Think about all these places out there. Netflix, yeah. he's like, I'll get your fucking meeting in Netflix as long as your fucking pitch is good enough. Yeah. Like you, you were solid on your pitch. Yeah. Like, and so I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. And, and I hadn't even allowed myself to think about that because mm. I'm like, oh, just, you know, you know, Australia here. And, but his thing, you know, this is a dude who's made it in America. Mm. He's just about to be in a, um, a new film that's coming out with Jason Statham. Um, which sounds fucking awesome. The be- No, yeah, you don't know. It's, it's about a ginormous shark. It's oh, yeah. fucking bizarre. What is the Is trailer? it called Jaws? It's called the, be- it's called the Big Shark? No, the Big Meg or the Meg. Okay. The Megatron or Mega... Anyway, but this is a dude who is thinking big yeah. in fucking big productions. He's been in $200 million movies. So do you think it's like... Because I always wonder about all the dudes... And gals who are um, in Los Angeles, I felt real sleazy when I just said gals. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all the all the gals out there. Yeah. Um, woof woof. <laughs> the um, no the Los Angeles. Yeah. The uh, all the Australians that are over there, and I just wonder. Um, it'd be really interesting to get Rove on mm. the podcast talking about like a dude who went over to the States to try and really carve it out. I'm curious as to what that experience is actually like. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So you're saying thinking big versus the reality of doing well, big. Well, no, I think it's thinking big. Like I also think that there is a truth around Australia has this sort of feeling that if someone's worked in London, I was talking to someone the other day about hiring and they're like, if you've worked in London in fashion, you can jump up into like bigger roles in Australia because Australia, we, we see London as this like amazing fashion fa- fashion or New York City, same same reaction. Whereas the reality is like we're doing cool, like mm. there's cool shit happening and it's also like location agnostic. You can fucking do amazing video anywhere. Mm. And to be honest, Los Angeles, there's heaps of people doing it. What I see is like, Friends like Matt Diavella who are building a podcast. He has access to so many guests because LA is just a hot, hot spot, a hot like mm. a, a location where there's um, interesting creators out there. Mm. It's a fucking amazing place. But yeah, so I think maybe it's just like whatever you think is big, challenge that. Because maybe for me, I think getting a documentary up on ABC yeah. is big. Yeah. But the reality is if you were to just list... What looks big? Yeah. Well, that's what a cock would be on it. (laughs) (laughs) So many zingers. Sorry if you've just joined us. Um, No, the uh, did you try to? Did you ever think about moving to LA? I mean, see, I always wanted to, and like, I mean, fuck, I went over and shot that um, little series with. Fitzy, my mate, yeah. suck on that Jules Land little video series that was just off our own backs. <clears throat> we paid for the trip, got a bunch of freebies by but leveraging. That, I feel like was there any ever any intention of actually making LA a home? It wasn't. I see. This is the thing. I then won the trip to go and you know be in that house. So I had. Can this you fucking, explain that story? I, I won. I entered a competition. It was called uh, Hosting Immersive, which is this program where you live in a house in the Hollywood Hills and you train with some of the best coaches over there within that space and you develop a show reel and you speak with agents and you do a pitch to a room full of these people and fucking... So I won it. 
Yeah. I fucking entered this thing and won a $10,000 competition. Amazing. <clears throat> and so people were paying to go and you people were... People were paying and I was in a house yeah. for free. And I thought, fuck this. I'm putting my hand up first for everything. Yeah. And You're I that did. Guy. That's and good. I was that guy. Because I, I was like, I assumed a level of confidence because I won. Yeah. So I was like, I had that fucking pat on the back. Yeah. And then I went in and I did it. And I thought to myself, fuck, I want to be in LA. But it didn't go f- further than that. And maybe that is the bigger, like thinking big isn't just saying, oh, I'd like to be there one day. And I've got a family now and I'm super happy of where I am at. But I would happily live in LA now. But I don't know how much I, like, there's a difference between having that thought I'd live there and fucking, I really like the vibe and, you know, the whatever, whatever, to actually going, no, I'm going to live there. Yeah. And I'm going to make it work. And this is what I need to do to make that happen. I wonder if it would be a harder hustle than in Melbourne. I, th- I think it would be. And I have the feeling, I have the thought that I'm at, I will be able to create something that will allow me to go there and work and come back. Look yeah. at Rob, you know, yeah. he's Hollywood films, lives in fucking Melbourne. Yeah. He's going over in two weeks to shoot a movie, coming back. Has, you know, his base here. And he, he talked about getting back over there to live, but, you know, we can talk about that with him on the podcast. But it's, um, it's it is nice having a home. and But I want to be traveling more to do stuff, you know, to yeah. go out and shoot and, you know. And, and it is. I think it's just those connect, connecting with people. I really fucking enjoy connecting. I made some great connections when I was in LA. And yeah. I can do that anywhere. I, I wonder, and I also want to differentiate between connections networking and community mm. for me like connecting with person yeah, connecting with well a- i think that's a thing so that's the thing right i think that there's and maybe i think la is potentially more transactional yeah because there's a lot of people so it's sort of like it's almost like the fast moving consumer goods mm-hmm. version of relationships where it's like there's so many of them so they're all quite sort of small little interactions and you're sort of gauging how much value I can get out of something whereas in Melbourne for me it feels like this much more longer beautiful thing which is like you're building a community and you're having Mm. like longer term relationships that aren't prefaced on what can I get out of you Mm. yeah it's a good thing to pull me up on that because I think when I actually say it I know exactly what I mean yeah I love creating a connection with somebody I've got a lot of acquaintances yeah but I can tell you every one of those that isn't my you know close friend like you mm-hmm. you know my wife like Captain, one of the best mates was that go on couldn't hear it. <laughs> I That's have um, I can headphones. tell you a moment where we've either been out doing something yeah. had a dinner and just had fucking great conversation mm-hmm. and made a connection that's more than just having your phone number yeah. to get something off you or an email address in a steam room <clears throat> yeah but it's, let us know how to maybe we get the steam room guy on mate he's a fucking charismatic dude who seemed opinionated and he'd probably get fired from his job if he was on <laughs> but i no, i honestly thought i would love to have this guy on the podcast and hear about him yeah. hear his experiences 20 years in TV <laughs> maybe we get him on maybe we do a f- <laughs> depending on how big the sauna is it's a daily talk show everyone uh, feel free to send us your email addresses yes uh, 
<laughs> send us your email addresses. I meant emails or your email addresses. Hi at the daily talk show.com. We still have that PO box. I yeah. get fuck all PO box 400 Abbotsford, Victoria 3067. And thanks for uh, jumping into the steam room with us today. Have a good one. <laughs>